0: Okay, everyone. It is the Dean Leggy Show here on Dog Post. Thanks for joining me again on a Sunday night here, just a little bit before Georgia and Florida take one another on in uh, what has become really a very critical game, a top 10 matchup between the Gators and Dogs, another one. Uh, these two teams have only faced each other as top 10 teams five times. Florida has won five of the uh, three of those five games. So not really, an, a pretty much even between the two schools. Georgia still holding an advantage um, as it relates to uh, the uh, overall series. They're up by about, I think it's five or, or excuse me, about ten or so, something like that. I'm trying to get uh, a few things organized here. As you can see here, Georgia and Florida taking one another on on Saturday, 3:30 in Jacksonville. Uh, really, just an important. Um, game for Georgia, particularly uh, the Georgia controls its own destiny. Florida does not actually. After the loss to Kentucky, they still need to beat Georgia. Uh, they, well, Florida can't lose again, and they need Kentucky to lose. So it's a situation where, uh, yeah, I mean, if you're if you're Florida, you gotta have it. But but the reality is, everybody's gotta have this game. Um, it's really it's an important game. Georgia's by started as a a seven-and-a-half point favorite. They're a a six-and-a-half point favorite right now. We'll see where that winds up. It started a little bit higher than that in some off markets, and it's fluctuated a little bit back towards seven here lately. So that gives Georgia about anywhere between a uh, 67% chance and a 73% chance to win the game. But I will say this, um, and and I'll talk about our sponsor, Bank South, in a second. I spent the whole day watching Florida um, play football in conference games. I did not watch them play against Colorado State or Charleston Southern. So I watched every snap except the second half of Tennessee, Florida, because that just got so out of control that it was not worth watching. Um, And I'm going to talk about that in a little little bit. We're always really happy um, to mention our sponsor, Bank South. Uh, Whether you're buying your first home, building your dream home, or moving up to finally have that man cave, to watch the dogs on Saturdays, or watch everybody play on Saturdays. That's what most of us did this weekend. You need a lender that can get across the goal line and get you to the uh, closing table. Bank South Mortgage makes part of you, <clears throat> makes your part of getting a home loan easy with a Ready Loan mobile app. So that's just on your phone, right? It's not that complicated. You just download it in the App Store, which I'm about to tell you about. Uh, download the Ready Loan app from the App Store or Google Play Store today. And get started on your loan application. And let the experienced team at Bank South Mortgage help guide you home. Bank South Mortgage is an equal housing lender. NMLS number 690971. So if your backyard is a total disaster and you're thinking, you know what? Before these interest rates go up, I might go ahead and lock something in. uh, Get the backyard right. That's what this sort of situation is for. If you're thinking about selling your home and uh, moving on to a different situation, Bank South can help you with that too. I would encourage you to check out Bank South. They really have stepped up to support me and Dog Post. And hopefully you will check them out too. Uh, they've been great. They really have. They've got a lot of uh, products that everyone can use. Let's talk about Florida. Because again, I spent the bulk of the day watching Florida. And uh, so they played, I think, five conference games uh their worst game was against kentucky they lost that game i'm just going to go through the list here uh van jefferson is either their best player or their second best player and so the other thing so i made a lot of different notes i might skip over a couple of them but i thought florida's offensive line protected relatively well Against Kentucky, against Tennessee, there were still you know they weren't getting run over by any stretch. I don't think they're unbelievable. Uh, I don't think any part of this Florida team is unbelievable. I, I think that's the wrong way to characterize it. I think they are a solid team um i I think there's a reason why Georgia is favored, and there's a reason why Georgia should win this game. uh Felipe Franks is noticeably better than he was last year. But he's really just not very accurate with the ball. Um, there's times, and, and all quarterbacks do this, there's times that he does stuff that I, I just I don't understand what he's doing. And, you know, like an interception into the end zone, that, that just should not happen. And it has with uh, Florida. He's really not great in the red zone. Um, and so that's another problem for the Gators to to really worry about. They, they don't mind trick plays. I'll say that, too. They are... They are not against using trick plays, and I'll get to that in a little bit. A little bit more on Felipe Franks. He can scramble, but he's really not that deadly um, with his legs. They use him with—I mean, they use him a little bit on quarterback scramble, on on t- quarterback draws and stuff like that. Um, he is the most comfortable in a pocket, in a pocket where he has space. So, in other words, he's just like every other quarterback in the world. Um, but he really does not do well against blitzes um no matter if it was state or lsu or kentucky or whoever a lot of times kentucky was in a three-man front um so georgia plays that way often too but a lot of times kentucky was in a three-man front just to sort of see what happened i I guess i'm sure there was reason it wasn't just to see what happened but i was surprised how much kentucky was in a three-man front and uh the the one thing was that I, I just, Franks has got an extremely strong arm. He's not overwhelmingly accurate. He is uh, bad against the Blitz. I, I say he does. He really struggles against the Blitz. He was pretty rough against the Blitz. Kentucky hit several deep balls against them. LSU should have hit deep balls against them and did not. And I'll get to the LSU game in a little bit. Uh, they don't mind uh, the fullback pass. Real on, on short yardage situations, they like to kind of get Brandon Sutherland out in the flats. Uh, so they they executed that a few times. Kentucky's quarterback was a difference maker, but he he had mistakes too. So he kind of washed himself out. He he did make good plays generally speaking, but Kentucky, there were a couple of other themes. Florida has not played against really a, a balanced offense yet. Um, LSU, I guess, is as close to that as as it got, um, and the Tigers were effective running the ball, but Joe Burrow's really did not play that great, and that cost them. Uh, Tennessee was straight up bad against Florida the entire time. It's hard to take that game seriously, simply because of how poorly Tennessee played. I mean, all those turnovers—it it was just they basically handed over twenty-five points to the Gators right away. So that 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 game was just a joke. Uh, and against uh Kentucky and Mississippi State, Florida was really not challenged in the passing game. Uh they they try they loaded up to stop the run against Mississippi State where they really had no fear of the pass. They stopped the run and they won the game 13 to 6, I think it was, or 13 to 7. Against State, against Kentucky, they did not stop the run. They gave up 300 yards to Billy, Benny Snell and company. And it cost them. They lost the game sort of going away. I mean, Kentucky was clearly the better team in the second half. Now, the first half, Florida, they did what they wanted to do against Kentucky. They just totally didn't take advantage of it, I guess, at the end of the day. Um, A couple of other things. You can definitely run on Florida. There's no question about it. You can run on pretty much everybody in the SEC, it looks like to me. But Florida, I'll get to this a little bit more. Just in my notes and watching, you really can run on them. And not with spectacular backs. You don't have to have spectacular backs. Benny Snell, to me, is the best running back in the league. But I don't even know if you've got to have someone at that level to really run on them. And they are particularly not great on the perimeter with the run. They don't seem to either be setting the edge... Something's going on there, and people really are running against Florida on the outside. You can run on them in the inside too. LSU really gashed them in the fourth quarter with runs, but it was dep- you just noticed it immediately with Kentucky, and then just from there, State the same way uh, to some degree. Tennessee, um, Florida is susceptible to the outside when they played. I mean, I, I didn't. I watched the Vanderbilt game live. So it's harder in that sense. But Vanderbilt was was running, you know, not that much. So that was the sort of issue there. I mean, Vanderbilt ran for the fewest attempts in league play. They only ran it 22 times, Vanderbilt. But everyone has run, all the league schools have run for at least 100 yards against the Gators. Uh, they really slowed down State. State only had 104. But Kentucky with 303. LSU with 180. Tennessee with 156. Charleston Southern had 222. So you can run on them, no question. So basically what I'm getting at is if you run the ball, you should win the game. I mean, it's pretty basic. Now, they're not just going to roll over and die. They are solid defensively. They really are. This is a solid Florida team. I'm not sure if they're a top 10 team at the end of the year, but they're a solid team. And... um I just think it's there for the taking for Georgia. After watching, everyone has gotten so caught up in the one game Georgia played against LSU and perhaps the one game Florida played against LSU, and they're completely missing the whole season. Uh, They won't be playing those games again. They have to play one another. And we're seeing even in the betting markets, in my opinion, where people are undervaluing Georgia a little bit, to me at least. I'm not... I know people don't watch games. I don't think college football analysts watch games. I and mean, the ESPN uh, analysts do not watch the games often, it looks like to me. I can't say that about Gene Chizik and Chris Doring. They look like they're dead on. They watch the games. But a lot of times, these guys are not watching the games, it doesn't seem like. Uh, LSU ran on Florida early until a, f- a fumble uh, in Florida territory. They were looking like they were about to go at 14 nothing, if not 10 nothing for sure. Pass rush, strip sack, Gators got the ball and kind of, you know, took it from there, settled things down. Joe Burrow has played poorly against Florida, and it cost LSU the game. LSU really ran on the Gators in the fourth quarter. Uh, And and then a couple things back to Florida once more. They they like trick plays. They ran one to score a touchdown against Mississippi State. Their trick play against LSU set up the game-winning touchdown, which was a throw to Felipe Franks. and another thing getting a little bit deeper into it so they are very multiple they do a lot of different things they'll run wildcat they'll get they'll split felipe franks out and just have a running back as a single back in the backfield uh they will take uh number 25 is their is basically is their best running back he runs hard he's not a big guy but he runs steady he's good um you know, he's a good player, and I think that he if you stop him, Florida's going to have a hard time. Uh, stop means 70 yards or fewer, not, you know, 10. Uh, and then the other thing, too, is um, they have a sort of excitable player, and I mean that in an emotional way as well as just a football way. I don't know his name. Number four, uh, he really is probably their most dynamic player. But he can get extremely emotional. He was the kid that threw a punch in the first half against LSU. Excuse me, in the second half against LSU. So, you know, he's fast, he's a playmaker, but apparently he's got emotional issue Not emotional issues. He plays emotionally and let, can let that control him. Georgia doesn't, you know, Georgia needs to be up for this game, but not so up that they crash if Florida scores a touchdown at the beginning of the game. I'm, if I were Florida, I'd be concerned that if Georgia gets a lead at all, that the kids kind of would be so emotional that they wouldn't recover from that. It's just a uh, a real emotional game, obviously, in Jacksonville. But uh, you have to play with your brain. You can't just go out there running around like lunatics. So that gets me to my point. And then again... Uh, I I left off uh, Colorado State. Colorado State did not run on Florida at all. So you have Charleston Southern for 43 43 attempts, 222 yards. Kentucky, 41 attempts, 303 yards. Tennessee, 54 attempts, 156 yards. Mississippi State, 32 yards for 104. Vandy, 22 for 107. And then uh, LSU ran 41 times for 180. So seems to me... Like, if you go over the 40 run mark, you're in good shape. Uh, and let me let me add this, too. In the teams they played, and this is going to sound... Nobody's going to want to hear this right now, and that's fine. But Jake Fromm might be the best quarterback Florida plays the entire season. I don't know who... I mean, Drew Locke, obviously, is a good player. But Georgia can really be balanced against Florida. If you get the ball out on the perimeter with the run game... With quick pass, and Florida will go quick pass too. They will get the ball out to the perimeter very quick to try to um, take advantage of, you know, speed on the outside. Van Jefferson is a good receiver for him. He's going to have to deal with DeAndre Baker the entire day. They can hit long balls. If you. If you disrupt Felipe Ferencs in any way, he really struggles. So this is going to be about Georgia's front against the Gator offensive line. I think that is one of the keys to the game. I also think it totally depends on how um, you know if Jake Fromm plays well at all. I, I don't. I don't see Florida winning this game. And it's not you know if you take off the um, the the logos on the side and all this stuff. I mean, these two teams have split their last eight games. All right, so they're they're relatively even. Uh, Georgia's had a blowout win. Florida's had a blowout win. Uh, they both have had an upset this decade. You know, gone into overtime this decade. So they're relatively close, generally speaking. And this game probably will def- decide the East. I mean, I God bless Kentucky, but with what I saw Saturday night and what I have seen, generally speaking, from Kentucky, Georgia is going to be able to wear Kentucky down, whether they beat Florida or not. So this really is the penultimate, I mean, this is the game in the East to get to play Alabama in the quarterfinals. The, the team that wins this game probably will not lose again. I mean, Florida, you know, Florida's still got South Carolina and Missouri. They could lose both of those games. I, I, I kind of, I don't know, I kind of doubt that, but they've not played well all year. I mean, Georgia's played pretty well most of the season. You know, the Gators played really well in one game, and that was the LSU game. The The good news is, for Florida, is they know how to win a close game. They've done that tw- uh, twice. Uh, so that's solid for them. The bad news for Georgia for Florida is, if Georgia, the team that's favored in this game, wins it, it's kind of hard. I mean, Florida is eliminated; it's over. So they, you know, the Gators still need a little help. They'll need uh, they'll need to play uh, Kentucky after this. Um, but when you're winning games by two touchdowns, uh, I, I don't really know. I mean, that that's a solid way to go through. <laughs> That's a solid way to go through life. You know, Florida played well against Tennessee too. I should say. So, um, it's 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 been. It, this is we're coming down to it. This is the critical game, and uh, the way Georgia has played through the year, um, you know, it's pretty obvious why they're the favorite. Hey, with the snarky comments, if you don't like it, don't watch. Um, I think that uh, emotion is important here. Jake Fromm is important here. Um, Jake Fromm is really important because I think if you you establish any sort of passing game, it's going to be tougher for Florida to key up on the run. And, you know, balance is so critical. Georgia was not balanced at all against uh lsu and it cost them that's that's what lost them the game i mean period you you stick with the run and you're in good shape i don't know why they didn't do that a lot of people that i talk to in football uh will tell you it was probably you know a good lesson to learn losing that game uh but georgia needs to be ready emotionally for this game physically i think they'll be okay you should get some players back i don't know about ben cleveland but um it's the game of the season it's always seemingly the game of the season and with georgia being a significant favorite i mean a touchdown is a big number in in football uh that's not a you know that's not an insignificant line uh 67 chance to win the game is significant uh, i mean you look at Wow, Georgia Tech is only a three point dog at Virginia Tech. That is amazing. Um you know, I'm just looking for other sort of six point lines coming into this uh weekend that, that people will know. I mean Wisconsin is a six point favorite over Northwest, and sure Wisconsin should win that game. There there's no question. Uh don't B- no well, uh, I know that. And, well now it's at seven, so Georgia's is ticked up just a little bit. Um State is a three-point favorite at home against A&M. Wow. Missouri is a seven-point favorite against Kentucky. So, um, no line for Tennessee, South Carolina yet. But, you know, Penn State's a five-point favorite at home against Iowa. So Georgia's favored by more than some of these other games. I'm trying to look like Clemson's 14 over Florida State. I thought that might be a little higher than that. Um... Yeah, I mean it's the game of the weekend uh, nationally, and um, you know I think you go handle business, uh, you get done what you're supposed to do. Georgia's a better team, and uh, they should win this game. Period, and that's just all there is to it. I don't know, I don't know how else to say it. I mean, when you go back and you watch the LSU Georgia game, you know Georgia played fine. They just did not at all take advantage of their opportunities. And that's one of the biggest things in sports. Secondly, when you go back and look at the entire season, you know Florida has played better lately, but they are not killing people by any stretch. The, the Vanderbilt game was sloppy. Period. They just did not play well. Um, but they won. I mean, I had I had no confusion about who would win that game. I know what happens when you go to Nashville. Uh, you you don't play well. It's no one ever seems to play well. Uh, particularly teams that are not world beaters. I don't think anybody's confusing Florida with being a bunch of world beaters. They are solid everywhere. They're they're fine. Um, Georgia has better players, I think, on the outside. Although Van Jefferson is very good, the running back twenty five is good, but uh, and then four can change things up. Other than that, they don't necessarily flash the way even an, an LSU player would flash. I I I'll say this. I don't know how LSU managed to lose that game. Um, they should not have lost that game to Florida, but they did. Here's a question. Who surprises you so far not playing as well or as much? Mm. Well, with the big hubbub about Demetrius Robertson, you would think it would be him, but you know he was also coming to a situation where... Um, He was brand new in the program, you know, so it it wasn't, you know, it's a little surprising he's not played more, but they've got some really good players on the team. I've not mentioned Justin Fields, not, you know, not out of spite or not on purpose or anything like that. I just don't know, um, I, I don't know how much he'll play this weekend. I've been saying the entire season I'd like to see him play more. Uh, I don't, I don't know what the future holds there. I mean, I think that, um, I think Georgia's run game is very difficult to deal with when Justin Fields is in there. Um, and if you just want to be a battering ram the entire time, you can do that. That that works too. But I do think, I mean, I think if you're Georgia, you get the ball out on the perimeter as quick as you can, make Florida go side to side some. Uh, they have struggled with that more than anything else this season. It looks like to me, this is a gritty bunch of Gators. They're not bad. They're they're not going to win the league or anything like that. But they're but they're solid. I mean, they're a solid team. Uh, they're just not as good as Georgia. They're, Georgia should not lose this game. Georgia should win this game. Those are those are two different things. Georgia should win this game because they're the better team. Uh, and that's all there is to it. For the most part, the last. Uh, twenty. How many games have they played lately? Twenty something games. Georgia's won the games that they were supposed to win. You know, um, the the Auburn game last year. Okay, maybe. Uh, certainly, a LSU game. They had plenty of opportunity uh, and did not win. I don't know that they should have won the Alabama game. In the moment, they should have won it. Uh, but they, for the most part, have handled business. And not not just that, they've handled business, uh, by double digits. And so, uh, that's what you want. You want to go handle business in a way that's significant. I don't know if I would, I don't know if I would take Georgia to cover just because it's such an emotional game and now we're suddenly seeing this line go up again. Um, you know, we'll see where it really settles during the week. It might be a little bit back and forth, but the thing to remember is that, um, the likelihood of winning obviously goes up the higher the spread goes. Yeah, it's it's solidly seven now. So, you know, it's going to be somewhere with around a touchdown. And that's a, a statistically relevant number. It does matter. Um, and we saw Georgia lose a game where they were favored by a touchdown last week. And I just don't know how often... That's going to happen this season. We'll see. Gators have only been a, a Gators have been an underdog, under an underdog twice this year, and have won it uh, straight. Uh, won both those games straight up. So we'll just see. Ben Cleveland questions. I don't know. Now if Ben gets back, you know, then all of a sudden you get your power game going again. Um, let's just see what lessons Georgia's learned on Saturday by Saturday. I mean, it's. Um, it's going to be a game where Florida will think, and they should, that they've got a shot to win, uh, but at the end of the day, I mean, Georgia should be steadier and should win this game. We'll see how the quarterback stuff plays out. We've got a lot of stuff on Dog Post. If you're not a member of Dog Post, D-A-W-G-P-O-S-T dot com. Go be a, a member today. It's a dollar for a month. Certainly should be checking it out. Um... And uh you know this is a classic game. It's one of the um the great uh games in college football. There's not there's I mean Texas Oklahoma is about as close to this as it gets. But um you know these two have never liked each other. You got Dan Mullen popping off in the mouth this summer um and uh it's going to make for an interesting um it's going to make for an interesting Saturday. Florida is better than they were last year, for sure. Felipe Franks has played much better than the, uh, than he did last year, but um, you know he's still not great. You got if you pressure him, you'll you'll get what you need. He's uh, he's not great with blitzes, and um, he's not uh, super accurate with the ball. Dogpost.com, D-A-W-G-P-O-S-T.com. Final thoughts here. We're probably going to do the midweek show on Thursday rather than Tuesday. I've got a family event i got to deal with. So we're going to do that. Um, but stay tuned to Dogpost. We've got a lot of content up right now about this game. Uh, why aren't you over there signing up? That's a better question. Wow, a lot of people have read this story. More than 2,000 people have already read the story about uh, Georgia and Florida Uh, and the seven and a half half point favorite. Mm. Yeah, interesting week. Check me out on Thursday, and uh, again, tomorrow we'll have all the Kirby video, uh, player video, reactions, stories. If you're listening on iTunes, mosey on over to dogpost.com right now, uh, and uh, check us out. Thanks for everybody joining us this week. Dean Leggy signed